Hello, it's the podcast, Brad, Jade, yada, yada, yada. You just accused me of not sounding enthused, but now you don't sound enthused. <laughs> and also, you can't just say the podcast. There are so many. We need to, like, you know. I, I, I just assume that we are the top podcast. Ever. Oh, yeah. So we are the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Fun Fact Collectors, the podcast. <laughs> the gourmet podcast that you wish you could have every night of the week. <laughs> but we actually only let you have it on Sunday nights as a treat, mm-hmm. but not and the Sunday nights we don't get around to it. And that's Brad. Sometimes mommy and daddy are busy and they don't get to put the podcast together for you. Don't you be spend. mommy and daddy. Let's not mommy and daddy this. <laughs> Sorry, we'll Let's cut not that. mommy and daddy we'll this. Because we'll, you we'll, can... We'll... No, because you're weird Uncle Brad oh, okay. and I am a swamp goblin. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> weird Uncle Brad and swamp goblin. Anyway... I feel like I just need to stop apologizing for the way that my topics just always turn into a spirally mess. I mean, that's the whole podcast. It the is. Podcast. And I, in typical uh, fashion, I've tried to cram like an entire series of podcast episodes into one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so the topic tonight is just vaguely the theme is policing i had more concrete starts and they all went sideways interesting what a controversial topic for you to select and let's just get out of the way right here we're not going to get into the controversial parts because this is fun fact collectors not thoughtful think pieces on the state of society me and every one of our podcast (laughs) episodes where i talk about how the world is a terrible place oh i mean the world is terrible but We'll set that aside. Um, so kind of the focus here, but again, it's spiraled because I am me and this is what I must do, is like police interaction videos, predominantly oh. like body warm camera footage. And I know mm-hmm. that you and top fan of the podcast, Big C, mm-hmm. um, is what I thought. She's going to love that. Her. She's going to love that. Yeah. Big so, C, upcoming guest. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. I get psyched for Big C and the name reveal. <laughs> um so i sent her a video and i was like lol i feel like policing and being a teacher must have a lot of overlap in having to argue with people who are just like making a bad mistake and then want to make it worse and And she she replied i've already seen this video in every video on the internet well she's like it's funny because i've been talking to jade and her other friend about this stuff Mm -hmm. uh and it's funny that you bring this up kind of out of the blue so we, we, we swapped a couple of videos and whatnot so I kind of want to break them down into different categories, much like our bog bodies episode where you gave okay, us the types nice. of bog bodies. Oh, I have, episode. yeah, I have the Brad's police body camera and police interaction adjacent video categorization system. Okay. Patent pending. Okay. So type one, the category I don't like, which are just basically honest to God snuff films. It is so easy to go into YouTube and like if you just search up like body cam, it's like police shoot person who did thing. Oh, and God. like, like you know, a lot of these must be demonetized or or just the sheer volume is too much for YouTube to like monitor because like like I'm all for transparency, but like maybe we we cut the line at you know the kind of stuff that's usually reserved for like live leaks. Yeah, I well, feel like maybe you at least just blur it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't watch those ones. I that's no, that's not that's not the kind of of catharsis I'm looking for. So you're not on board with um, 
you know what? Never mind. I was going to take it into a <laughs> political territory, but you said yeah. you don't want any controversy in this one. So, like, I just I don't want us to dwell on the many problems of policing. Yeah, because there's so many make, problems with society. Should we just make a blanket statement? Let me let me gather my thoughts. See, here. it's so, like even to make a blanket statement. I think is. is I just want to make a blanket statement that we are not people who um, support policing in its forms that it exists without uh, you know accountability you know what i mean like we are we are we are people who have seen i mean we're now in a we're living in 2023 if you're not aware of the issues surrounding police brutality and Mm -hmm. racism and institutional violence then you're living under a rock and i just want to be clear that we in this podcast, we're not going to be bringing up um, the super dark parts, but also we're not glorifying policing. Yeah. And so, like I said, so like that type one is, is what I just called snuff films, which, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I'm sure there's people who who love watch them for, for weird reasons that I don't want to try and comprehend. Mm-hmm. But anyway, unfortunately, they're out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, again, um kind of gets into the 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 dark less so fun stuff you're talking about is what i call you know policing people for for being poor or being impoverished homeless experiencing mental health problems a specific race <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i didn't go down that grand no but, but you just know. like in general um heavy handedness against people who perhaps would be better served by different so yeah exactly and and you know to get kind of to your general point like mm-hmm. you know, i think a lot of it is just that police police in their current form are you know the the government mandated agents with a monopoly on force mm-hmm. and when someone's having a bad day force might not be the best resolution to that mm-hmm. but that that's the only tool in the belt now and mm-hmm. i haven't really gotten into this but in my you know my wikipedia you know there are lots of places now that are starting to um experiment with tiered policing like this we're already getting off notes i'm, I'm on like <laughs> I, think, I just i don't think that we can like touch on this topic without taking like a brief moment to acknowledge like i'm not saying we have to get deep into it but i do want to acknowledge i don't want to act like i was just we are pretending there's no problem <laughs> i i know but i just i i feel like if we are people who are putting our voices out into the world to our platform as the podcast <laughs> The podcast. I just feel like, you know, we don't have to dwell on it. I understand yeah. why you don't want to get into it. That could be its own multi-episode oh podcast God, yeah. in its own on itself. But I just, you know, I want to make it clear that we're on the right side of history here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Type three. Yeah. Now here's here's where it gets interesting. Here are the ones that that I'll watch for a good laugh. Is uh, what I call people doing dumb stuff. And the, you know, experimenting with the FAFO principle, the fool around and find out. Mm. So these people, they're out there, they're fooling around, doing such wacky hijinks like driving under the influence, driving while revoked. Otherwise, you know, a lot of them are traffic stuff related. Mm -hmm. People who, who, you know, as much as a person can be reasonably competent and in charge of their own actions, Mm. make absolutely indefensible stupid decisions mm-hmm. and then the best ones from an entertainment perspective are the ones where they just entrench themselves so deeply and just make everything worse mm. and just like layer on the bad decisions mm. you know there, there's an old axiom 
you know, it's like only break one law at a time, right? It's like, hey, if you're driving without a license, don't speed, don't not wear a seatbelt, right? Because like, you know, <laughs> there's a couple of YouTube channels I've watched. And I'm like, if this police department is pulling over every single person who's driving without a license, and oh my goodness, are they pulling over a lot of people who are driving without a license? You know, if they caught 100% of them, that's too many people on the road without licenses. And yeah. surely there's tons of people without licenses, who just aren't getting pulled over for you doing like, you know, double the speed limit as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so these ones are quite enjoyable. So these ones are, are typically all body worn cameras, uh, which have become a big thing in the recent years. Mm-hmm. And then in the non body camera category, we have type four, which is like cop media. Um, okay. Like or, cops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cop media, like cops. Or if you want to give it a trendy name, copaganda. Mm. Uh, so yeah, cops, live PD, uh, I put Northwood Laws, Northwoods Law into here. Oh, that one's a little less policey, a little more like rangery. My favorite, personally, towing wars. <laughs> I, is that copaganda? I don't know. It's like it's police like, adjacent. It's police adjacent. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, t- type five, subject point of view, and almost always these are traffic stops and sob sits. Oh, do you know what sob sit is? No. Oh, we'll get to them. Don't you okay. worry. But and I then- do love the videos of people, and it's not, it's often not cops, but the, the videos of people, the people where they take it and thinking that the person that they are videoing is so in the wrong when it's yes. clear that they themselves are in fact so in the wrong. Yes. And you're like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Please stop yes. harassing the teenage employees. And Yeah, exactly. It's that exact kind of thing. And because I have a note down here where, you know, I said it kind of sucks to be watching the what is probably one of the worst days of people's lives for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But again, with the FAFO stuff, these people have made terrible, terrible choices. And so many departments, you know, when they make contact with you, one of the first things is, you know, I'm officer so-and-so with blah, blah, department. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're being IOB recorded. You're, you know, the reason I stopped you tonight is for whatever. Mm-hmm. And then people will do the stupidest stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. The ones where they record their own point of view. And it's like, you recorded this. So I have to assume you put this on the internet somewhere. Yeah. So anyway, you then, came out of this. You came out of this experience feeling good enough about yourself <laughs> that you posted this on Facebook. Yeah, or victimized enough. And then, mm-hmm. and then, type six is just Jeremy Dewitt. Okay. Have I talked to you about him before? The name sounds really familiar, it's but just, I assume it's not the person I'm thinking of. Probably not, but maybe I, I, I might say some videos before. Is he local? Else, but no. No, okay. Uh, it's not he's, a Flo- he's a Florida man because, of uh, course, Florida man. Uh, and he is probably the most prolific police impersonator on the internet. Because oh, he does, yes. he does self-described totally high-risk funeral escorts. Oh, my God. <laughs> because in the state of Florida, you can hire someone to drive at the front of your funeral parade with a purple flashing light. The idea being that you can't just blow through a red light, but if the lead vehicle of the mm-hmm. funeral procession proceeds into an intersection, mm-hmm. the rest of the vehicles can follow through, mm-hmm. even if the light turns red. The idea is that you're kind of like one continuous train. Funeral this guy so has weird. a whole fleet of, you know, basically use police vehicles, like the same model of bikes that like Florida Highway Patrol uses. I hate that. Decked out with um, purple ambers like like just toes the line as close as he can and just like will like rip down streets flagrantly break the law and go way outside the spirit of a funeral procession because like 
you know, I would imagine a funeral procession to be quite like a, a quiet, somber thing, mm-hmm. not with some like jacked up bunky ripping down the road on a motorcycle, laying on his air horn, screaming at other traffic. To- I'm <laughs> just like, I'm not making any accusations or allegations, just to be clear. So like, don't sue me, sir. What did you say his name was? Mr. Jeremy DeWitt. DeWitt. Um, I think he's in but, jail now, finally. Well, I was going to say... If this if the news comes out that this man is a serial killer, I would not be shocked because that well, is such a common phenomenon where people who uh, I assume he probably didn't make the cut to be a law enforcement officer, but almost wanted definitely. to. And uh, that's so common. Like Ed Gein didn't make the cut to be a police officer. Ed Gein famously who made a maybe I was going to say he made a um a lampshade out of his mother's skin. But actually, nice. I think I'm conflating different Tasteful. people. Anyway, it's just very common. It's very <laughs> yeah. common. Golden State Killer was a police officer. Yeah. So anyway, the the Jeremy DeWitt cinematic universe goes long enough and over enough instances because a lot of it is like body warm camera dash cam footage. Mm-hmm. Some of it is also him uploading his, his takes own, on stuff. His own like body camera. Because yeah. <laughs> I assume Literally, he has one. Yes, yes he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course he does. Yeah. Um, and like he'll, he'll, he interacts with some of the same like sergeants and, and you know, like higher ranked members of, of the police forces in the area that like they all know each other on a first name basis. They reference the fact that this body cam footage is probably going to get FOIA'd and put up on <laughs> YouTube. Like it's, it's, it's such a rabbit hole to go down. That's as far as we're going to talk about Jeremy DeWitt tonight. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so with the with the FAFO category, uh, the people making their own their own problems, Um, because I know we, you know, you talked about, you know, some of the problems with policing. But I'll take a a brief moment to say that, you know, there are some, you know, not every interaction with every police officer is is someone being assaulted. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, granted, we're only watching the body cam footages. So maybe, you know, maybe body cams have had the desired effect and they've corrected a lot of behavior. But there are some cops that are so patient mm-hmm. and so compassionate understanding. Them. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- there's one clip, one video I sent to, to big C, which is, so they, you know, police are called to an apartment complex because there's a woman who's, you know, drunk, disorderly passed out in the pool, that kind of thing. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's a really nice apartment. She's dressed quite nice. You know, I think she references at some point paying like two or $3,000 a month for rent. So it's not like, you know, we're, we're solidly outside of the, the, the poverty over policing we i feel like we've wandered lightly out of the yeah the poverty side of things yeah. and into the um disturbed housewife energy maybe um i don't, I don't think she wasn't quite housewife vibes i think she's oh, a little okay. too young but anyway point Sorry, is, it just I'll, sounds very like country club like she's not drinking <laughs> she's not drinking like a 40 in a paper bag but she yeah. is drinking she's several bottles of white wine on Tuesday. exactly yeah so no so anyway the the apartment building office staff are like you know like you know you're drunk you have to leave the office you know you're you're, you're being a nuisance right mm-hmm. and so the cops are like okay come on let's go and she's like but I just came here to get my mail. And she and they're like, okay, but they've told you you have to leave. Mm-hmm. So if you don't leave, you're trespassing. And she's like, for trying to get my mail? And she's just like so breathy and like like damsely and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this goes off for like five minutes with, with the cop being like, but you have to leave though. And at the end, he's like, okay, 
Like, I don't know how many times I've told you that you have to leave, you're going to get arrested. And I have to assume that a lot of these videos go on for what feels like so long Mm -hmm. so that if it goes to court and the video is played, like, listen, she had beyond Mm -hmm. every opportunity to comply Mm -hmm. with this thing. And then, like, the second the cuffs go on her, she just turns into an absolute banshee, screaming and kicking at stuff. And, oh, yeah. It's Um, just, it's just scary. Like, I am, I would say in the, in the, on the spectrum of anarchist to (laughs) rule follower. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm solidly somewhere in there. I'm probably a little (laughs) bit more on the side of rule follower. Yeah. But, so maybe, you know, my perspective skewed because I've never been plastered on rosé at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. But, like. Why are you making this worse for everyone involved? And Just like, take a deep breath, go to therapy. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of these videos leave me questioning. It's like, have I just never truly drank? Like, I don't think I've ever been drunk enough where, like, a police officer could say, if you don't do this very mm-hmm. easy thing, you are going to get arrested mm-hmm. and go, mm, I'll choose the arrest option. Like, it just mm-hmm. seems like a, a, like i don't know i don't yeah. think i think maybe there's people like, like people problems with being, authority anyway so well i think it's the same thing as like people who be are violent when they drink like there are people yeah. in this world who could drink any amount of alcohol and would never be violent and yeah. people in this world who would be violent without drinking any alcohol and then there's people like this woman who would kick a police officer while getting arrested yeah yeah so that's that section um we talked, a, or I, I mentioned I was going to bring up Sovsits, which stands for Sovereign Citizens. I don't. No? I don't oh. feel good about it. So, as we all know, Jade, you are a certified TM lawyer. <laughs> Is this something that we all know? Is this because I said that Mr. DeWitt could not sue me because I was not making an allegation? <laughs> anyway, Jade's not a lawyer for legal purposes. I'm not a lawyer. Um, I'm not a lawyer for all reasons. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Um, so sovereign citizens are the precursor. I am a doctor, though. Ancestor or, or or something, you know, definitely relate it to like your QAnons and your other Ugh, general. Yeah, I knew that it felt bad. Windows. But the the general idea of sovereign citizens, and it's funny because again, it's it's existed long enough that especially in you know as a police officer, you, you've probably seen some videos of these interactions again. So I guess let's back up a little bit because I've watched a lot of YouTube. So I know a lot of things now. Okay. You were also a doctor. Yeah. So <laughs> a doctor of, of traffic law. Mm-hmm. Cause again, most traffic stops, you get pulled over. Cop walks up to your window. I am officer. So-and-so have blah, you ever blah, blah. been pulled over? Uh, I've never been pulled over. I just been like, like, like DUI checkpoints and stuff, but mm. never I've also over. never been pulled over. Yeah. Rule followers. High five rule followers. I've never had a ticket. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, so the you know you get asked license, registration, proof of insurance, and, and again, mm-hmm. a lot of this is the American script. Maybe we're, mm-hmm. we're a little bit off in Canada because <laughs> no, in Canada they walk up and say, "Hey, we had your chimneys yet." <laughs> <laughs> um, they go, "Here you go," uh, and this is why I really like. Sorry, going back to like the 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 cop shot and edited videos. Look up Fridays with Frank from the Pinal County Sheriff in Arizona. So great, he is such a um, like a compassionate and direct and fair officer of the law 
that we see on video. Yeah, and like obviously he knows he's being filmed, but I mean his his job is just traffic enforcement, mm. and they film a bunch of it. Um, you know, he does a ride along with his mom at one point. <laughs> That's actually you know, it's adorable. so cute. And like, yeah, you know, so like you know, like he shows. And he's also just like charismatic and funny, so it makes the whole thing better to the point where he pulls people over who are like, "Oh, you're Deputy Frank. I've seen your videos." And he's like, "Yeah." So why are you out here speeding on my roads? That's funny. And like, people have asked him for selfies after he's given them their tickets. That's actually really funny. So yeah, like, where is he from? You said the sheriff's department. Yeah, Pinal County, uh, Arizona. Is it a pretty like small? area no it's a county of like four hundred thousand people oh okay but they you know they've got clearly a good like social media department with lots of stuff um it's so wild to me the idea that uh you know a policing agency would have a social media department yeah but, like, i like, mean they must just have a guy or, or maybe, I don't know if, it's, if it's a sheriff or a non-sworn member that just you know rides along with frank a couple days a week gets some shots right goes mm-hmm. out with like some like their specialty units like their their off-road enforcement or like their their border smuggling units and does videos but a lot of it's the fries with frank stuff we're all slaves to the algorithm in the <laughs> exactly. end exactly I well, I saw. And I haven't Speaking of, uh, if you are enjoying this podcast, the podcast, if you will, <laughs> if you want to give us a like and a subscribe, share us with your two best friends, post us on your Facebook wall, you know, do it. Upload Show us the algorithm on your MySpace. The best. Put us in your top eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took you a minute. That was like buffering. I've that was MySpace. Dial up. Dial up. What? I've never MySpaced. No, I've also never MySpaced. <laughs> I'm acting like I'm an elder millennial when in fact I am not. But yeah, uh, but no, there's there's a sheriff that I, I saw briefly. I haven't actually watched his content who just live streams when he's on patrol. Just like, hey, guys, it's That's Sheriff so-and-so here. Be sure to smash that like button. Smash that like, like button. Arrest this guy. And while we're here, make sure to smash our like button. <laughs> You're going so hard with the self promo this week. <laughs> like button. What no. like button are they going to smash? We have a really big post coming up. Um, it's going to be November one. Big post. Big schedule. Tune what? in. Uh, we're, we've got a big post coming up on what our. We schedules. have coming up on the first. Subscribe and <laughs> we'll. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. You'll see on the first. I'm scared now. Okay. Anyway, okay, so I think we've, we've mostly gotten through how the script works when you're a regular law-abiding citizen uh-huh. and you pull over speeding or whatever. Yes. Here's how it goes for sovereign citizens because Ugh. they think that they are sovereign as in not part of the state, this has as, been... in, as in above the law. Uh, mm. And so it's gotten it's proliferated to the point now where, where cops know this and I'm like, oh, great. You know, on the radio, hey, I got one of these sovereign citizens, start me another unit. And they're like, oh, actually, sovereign citizens an oxymoron. You can't be a sovereign and a citizen at the same time. (laughs) That's not how that works. And I swear to God, these people just think that there are some magic words that you can say, like a spell, that get you out of traffic infractions. Are they the human 
in-person equivalent of posting on your Facebook wall to say that Facebook can't yeah. use your... Yeah. The, per the 1989 Geneva Convention on... I feel like every the time the you seas, reference you're not the Geneva Convention, to... it's a different year. Because <laughs> Well, because there's several Geneva Conventions. Oh, okay. Also, Perfect. the Facebook can't use my personal information, yada, 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 mm-hmm. yada posts. Always pick exactly. different years anyway. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for ones that don't exist. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, imagine these people dial up to 11 in the real world. Mm. dealing with police officers mm. and so it's like okay hey can i have your license registration and they go uh i'm not required to provide you that i am traveling in my own personal conveyance you only need a license if you are driving for commerce which i'm oh, not doing yes i've seen some yeah and yeah. so like there's so much dumb stuff it's like oh well like, i am i am not driving because driving is a profession i am traveling and the constitution protects the right to travel it's like you can get out and walk buddy but you're driving a car so mm-hmm. give me your license mm, yeah um and so i actually oh yeah here, here here's a quote i saw it's like i didn't rob the bank i just permanently borrowed the money <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of same thing and like they're so quick to cite like black's law dictionary and whatever it's like okay oh can you tell me the the legal law under which i have to provide you my identification or my my name and whatever and they're like yeah it's you know the arizona revised statutes or the motor vehicle act of of mm-hmm. province was like oh yeah so that's actually an act and not a law therefore i don't have to do anything oh my god sometimes do you ever have days where you're just like man i just can't get anything right today i feel kind of sluggish i'm just i'm feeling real dumb and then you hear things like this and you're like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. So I actually went to one of the sources. Uh, I went to a website. I actually, I'm not going to name it, but it's definitely, you know, one of the grifters that's like, you too can learn the magic words to get out of following the laws you don't want by Ugh, subscribing. Yeah, let's to not, let's not, let's not do that. But you too can learn the magic words <laughs> to entertain your friends by subscribing to our podcast. <laughs> I hate that my phone vibrated in the middle of that. I That's apologize. We'll that was not very take. professional of me. Well, it's vibrating because we're so popular. That's true. I'm so, getting calls from Powerade left and right. No, you have the you have the convenient Gatorade subscription. I'm right, the Powerade right, right, hawker. right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, I forgot. They're going to doctor pay for my that. Agent. So from from one of the sources. Uh, this is verbatim it is worth researching if the driver's license is only for people being paid to trans hyphen port or traffic goods or people they trick us with definitions they teach us one definition in their schools but quietly use another in their courts here are the real definitions driver equals paid for commerce truck driver traffic equals move goods drug trafficking for example transport trans hyphen port between ports passenger equals paying customer operating equals professional activity and so like oh yeah i'm not operating a motor vehicle i'm traveling in my personal conveyance um and like some of this stuff you can't make it up it's like now it gets trickier because the car transforms into a vehicle if it was possibly purchased with federal reserve banknotes or if the car is being used by a driver or uh, if it's in a michael bay movie starring uh shia LaBeouf. yeah Okay, got it. Uh, there's also the whole living man versus the corporate entity, right? Uh, so people refer to themselves, you know, I am I am a living man, Bradley, 
Mm-hmm. I am not branded last name. Interesting. Uh, because a living man is free to travel in a car like without license, apparently. Uh, corporate fiction is what thou thinks is thy name is actually the name of the corporation or trust that they created when you were born. And you mistakenly use this as your ID entity, as your business name. A business needs a license to engage in commerce. Thou was born. The corporate fiction Jane Smith was birthed. Thou is using the corporate fiction as thy playing piece in a world of commerce, and thus thou get into a world of trouble and pain. When they pull you over and ask for thy name, the correct answer is, my given name is Jane. My family name is Smith. Never ever connect them, because that is the name they give to the corporate fiction. This is why... The microprint on checks reads authorized signature because you are authorized to sign for this Jane Smith Corporation. So the living woman can travel if the living woman states that she is living and existing as a woman and not as a person or corporation. This is my favorite Shakespeare <laughs> Did monologue. You, right? And like... <laughs> Like why? Why are you using they and thys in like a blog post from 2017? I don't know. It's because it's like we have to invoke this like pseudo legalese fiction jargon, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, every lawyer I know, and as we know, I am a lawyer and a doctor (laughs) and a billionaire, and (laughs) every lawyer I know uses thee and thy constantly. Yeah, thou they simply cannot stop. Uh, yeah, but like uh, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, if you say your name's Jane Smith, oh, they got you. You you used your corporate name. You absolute uh, fool. You absolute fool. Now the universal commerce, like all the commerce legislation, applies to you. But if you say your name is Jane, and your family name is Smith, oh, you got them right where you want them now. They can't cite you for driving without a license or arrest you. This is. A lot to take in. It sure is. We're going to shift back to the the Fafo group again. Okay. It's again, it's so funny. The people I just watched one was in my supper where she's in she her vehicle is stopped at one a.m. in the oncoming lane of traffic, and Ooh. she she's she's hunched over, either asleep or looking at her phone. Not either fine. way, not a spot you want to be. Cop pulls up to her. Um, you know they do the standard stuff. They're like, "Listen, you're clearly drunk. Step out of the vehicle." And she's like, "No." I'm not stepping out of the vehicle until I call my husband and he gets here. There's a weird number of people who demand, and there's no place to make demands, that their husband or parents show up. And it's like, you're 24. We don't, we're not waiting for your parents to get here. You're an adult. You have to <laughs> live up to the consequences of your actions. But that said, <laughs> if a police officer tries to pull you over on a dark road at night, you can put on your hazards and then drive to the nearest populated area. You sure can't. I'm going to do it. I'm not. Do, I'm, no. But what if it's Jeremy DeWitt? <laughs> yeah. And so, and like. All right. We'll cut all of that out. Know, but no. like we'll, we'll, personal we'll, safety is a reasonable thing. It you, is. Like. You, you really don't, especially in some of these American states, you don't want to give them any reason to think that you're evading them or else it's how you wind up having your car pitted off the road. I but just like, it, like it's all bad. Yeah. You know, like, what if you get murdered? Well, don't get murdered then. Oh, I didn't think did of you, that. Did you think of which is not? You know what? <laughs> I was so caught up in the big brain sovereign citizen thing. I just didn't consider not exactly. getting murdered. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah and like it's definitely like a gray spot Wait, like i have another question oh okay can you if if because this is something else that i've heard where if somebody knocks on your door and says they're police and they ask you to open it or like yeah. they you know pull you over or whatever can you call the local police department and say you know I want to confirm that this is a legitimate thing and not somebody like trying to break into my house. I I would think so. I'd probably do it like a nine one one call, just because you know, like our, our I tried to call I had to call someone non emergency in our city, and it's like a two minute phone tree of oh for okay. English press sure, one sure for, but yeah. like you can call and be like hey before I open my door to this person claiming to be a police officer can you please confirm that this person is a police yeah. officer I mean I, I wouldn't necessarily do it like every single time you have an interaction with police um, I mean I don't have them very well, exactly often. you know if if they have like a fully marked vehicle and they're in, like, in a uniform and it's like broad daylight mm. sure you know you probably just go along with it right but yeah you're right if you're on like a, like a dark country road mm-hmm. and it's what looks like an unmarked car mm-hmm. with like a dollar store light in the front and it's a guy mm-hmm. in jeans and a t-shirt it's like mm-hmm. mm, this doesn't quite smell right to me mm-hmm. then yeah stinky yeah but yeah a lot of people too <laughs> think that like uh it's just funny watching like manipulators work through the stages of manipulation from like mm-hmm. sobbing crying to like demanding things mm-hmm. like oh, I don't want to go to jail. Ah, ah, ah. you gotta call my husband right now or else you, you gotta call officer so-and-so because they'll they'll put you in your place man it's like mm-hmm. it's like you don't get to make demands when you're in the you know in cuffs in the back of a cop car that's not how that works you can ask for a lawyer yeah aha <laughs> i got one yeah but in canada you have the right to counsel but you don't have the right to have your lawyer present while you answer questions interesting yeah that's that's american stuff right in america in the states it's like oh you know you can you have the right for your lawyer to be there with you Mm. you can have counsel but your counsel might be you know five minutes or ten minutes or whatever with the the duty like counsel like lawyer Mm. and then you know they advise you on what to do what not to do Mm. but then you're you know they hang up the phone and now you're being questioned that's interesting i didn't know that yeah it's the subtle differences I'm not a great lawyer. I'm not a great doctor either. <laughs> I mean, your, your experience is mostly not in criminal either, is it? Uh, my experience is mostly in the operating room. Uh, <laughs> as surgery. a physician, a surgical oh physician who lawyers on so the weekend. are you trying to get impersonation charges today? No. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get charged for not pulling over when a cop pulls up behind me on a dark country road, apparently. <laughs> Okay, sovereign citizens. I think we covered most of it. Uh, oh, fun fact: um, the movement has been described as a form of domestic terrorism by the FBI. Interesting. <laughs> the FBI is not up to it. Um, oh, yeah. and like, there's some that are funny. I'll send you a couple. But like, one thing they're like, oh, well, like, if you want to engage in a contract, we can. Like, they'll start the interaction. Like, I saw one guy from like I think it was BC get pulled over, and the first thing is like hands the cop like a stack of paperwork. And he's like, uh, you're, you're, you know, you've been duly served and da da da. And like, if you arrest me now, then you got to pay like my fee schedule and da da da. And the cops are like, neat rips. This is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's do a little gear shift in here. 
Do you know the difference between wait, wait, a police officer? Wait, the noise. Oh. All right, go on. All right, now that we've shifted, <laughs> thanks to our, our improved audio effects budget. Thank you. Do you know the difference between a police officer and a sheriff? Sheriffs are elected, aren't they? Yep. Can't just like anybody be a sheriff? I think pretty much. Yeah, which is uh, upsetting, isn't it? Well, yeah. So in, in the U.S., yeah, you're right. In the United States, sheriffs are generally, and oh my God, dig into several different rabbit holes of trying to find every permutation of like nouns that mean you know, the same as similar thing. Mm. It's a lot. Synonyms. Some call yeah, them. Some might call them. Uh, but generally speaking, in the, in the United States, sheriffs are elected at the county level to be and oversee law enforcement. Police officers are members employed by a level of government to provide police services. In British English, because okay. that's where a sheriff comes from. He Do you just, know where the word sheriff comes from? I need you to know from? that he just, he just, you know, <laughs> adjusted my glasses. His, adjusted his glasses. I was in make British cool. English, adjust glasses. Pinky in the air. <laughs> Hold on, let me get some tea going. <laughs> they might, in fact, be a police officer. <laughs> Scotland Yard. <laughs> British English. Sheriff. The political or legal office of sheriff. Do you know we have sheriffs in Canada? And in our province, in fact? Um, I didn't not know that. I don't know. Yeah. So know. totally different up here. Um, from what I can tell. So because like I I've seen like sheriff vehicles driving around in our city and like but we have police officers. I've never really seen or heard and about... And we have RCMP, which we is do. different police officers. We do. We'll get to them in a little bit. So in England, Northern Ireland, and Wales, a sheriff is a ceremonial county or city official. So not like law mayor? enforcement at all. But like a ceremonial mayor type thing. Like keys to the city, big scissors? I assume so. Okay. Um, in Scotland, sheriffs are judges. Okay. In the Republic of Ireland, they're more... Sheriffs are legal officials similar to bailiffs. We'll talk about bailiffs in a minute. Okay. We talked about the U.S. A little more of a dictionary definition is they're sworn law enforcement officers whose duties vary across state and counties, but they're a sheriff is generally an elected official with duties that include policing unincorporated areas. So everything outside of towns and cities. Okay. Is is the sheriffs the wild wild west? Some might say. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that that's kind of like you know. We picture Old West, you know, Woody the Sheriff, right? He he's the guy the townspeople elected to keep the peace in in you know Cattletown, USA, or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, in Canada they are the sheriff services manage transport of of prisoners to and from the court and they serve court court orders. So they're more like agents of the court in a direct sense. So for example, if you are a landlord and you're trying to evict somebody uh, and you get, you know, the the eviction letter, you know, authorized and, and mm-hmm. put through the, the legal system, the police don't show up to force the eviction. The sheriff's office shows up for that kind of thing. Oh, I sheriffs do that here, too. Yeah. 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 Or like if you have to like serve if the, if the court has to serve someone notice, the sheriff's office does it. 
Yeah. yeah. So they're they're a little more. Oh, tied I did to the know that. I did know that yeah. we have sheriffs. Then, in conclusion, <laughs> <laughs> um, outside of Alberta, I don't think sheriffs are doing like your typical like policing law enforcement. Alberta, also known as the Wild Wild West. Yeah. So they've got sheriffs to do various different enforcement, uh, including their like traffic enforcement and some like rural policing. Uh, let's talk about this. So, where does the name sheriff come from? Everyone's dying to know. In Nottingham! Anglo- <laughs> Sorry, I got too excited. <laughs> well, kind of. In Anglo-Saxon England, the Reeve, R-E-E-V-E, mm-hmm. I don't know if you pronounce the third E or not, but I think mm-hmm. it's Reeve, not Revi or Revi. I think you're correct. Yeah. So the Reeve was the senior official with local responsibilities under the crown, such as the chief magistrate of a town or district. Um, groups of different areas were, were grouped to form shires, kind of yep. like counties, mm-hmm. with each shire being under the control of an earl. Each earl would have a court and an officer to implement decisions of that court, the reeve. Mm-hmm. Thus, different types of reeves were attested. We had different kinds of reeves, including mm-hmm. high reeves, town reeves, port reeves, and shire reeves. Lovely. Shire reeves, over time, became sheriff. Oh, huh. Uh, but then... So we have we have the Reeves from Anglo-Saxon England. Uh, Norman, the Norman term for describing the county function was bailiff. So bailiffs also exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never really seen or heard of bailiffs in like a North American context outside of just being like the police officer or the law enforcement officer inside the court to yeah. tackle people when they run for the yeah, judge. Yeah, on Judge Judy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, da 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 da. I have a whole blob in here about how some municipalities in Canada, um, mostly Ontario and Alberta, use Reeve instead of mayor. So that's neat. Hmm. Yeah. So policing in Canada. So Canada has three levels of policing. There is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, you alluded to earlier, Mm -hmm. i.e. the RCMP, i.e. the Mounties. Mm -hmm. And it's the only international, federal, provincial, and municipal police organization in the world. So it's the only agency that does all four levels of policing. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, you and I could go to Depot together, which is where our CMP training happens. We could leave Depot. And then I go to to Nowheresville, Ontario, Mm -hmm. to, you know, be a beat cop and do traffic enforcement. And you go off to work for, like, the International Crimes Division and liaise with Interpol and do, like, international drug kingpin stuff. Interesting. Yeah. And then everything in between. Mm. Because, uh, yeah, so, I mean, RCMP has has jurisdiction over federal, well, I mean, all crimes in Canada are, are federal because we have a unified criminal code, uh, more or less. Don't quote me on that exactly. I'm sure there's some nuance I've totally glossed over there. <laughs> uh, but some RCMPs everywhere all the time. But uh, two provinces, Ontario and Quebec, have their own provincial police forces that handle pro- pro- that handle policing at the provincial level. And then a lot of towns will have their own municipal police as well. Uh, there's lots of places where the RCMP is all three levels. So in most parts of Canada, outside of, again, Quebec and Ontario, <laughs> RCMP is often just the police mm. for almost everything. It seems, uh, it does seem a bit simpler that way. It does in a way. Um, but then also, you know, if, if you look at the news, you know, at least in our province, there's lots of folks that feel that there's not enough police resources in their you know, community. Mm-hmm. Um, like take um, 
the big island. What is it? Campobello? Graham and Anne. All right, I don't know. Um, yeah, is a big one. But did no, you Graham- know? Sorry, I have a hot, I have a hot <laughs> fact for you that I simply cannot hold in yeah. since I've learned it half an hour ago. Did you know that Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jr. was born in Campobello? I didn't know that, but I know him and his wife had a big uh, fancy house on Campobello. Yeah. So sorry, this is Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jr., the son yeah. of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who yeah. had he was born at the cottage. Yeah, neat in Campobello. Anyway. That's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. I have a second I've, fun I've fact. It. I have a second one for you that's completely unrelated. All right. Wait, did you know? Crap, I can't remember his name. Give me five seconds. <laughs> um, did you know that Donald Sutherland, um, Who? who's an actor? Okay. Uh, you would know him if you saw his face. Oh, as white, I white bushy beard. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Mr. Bennett in the 2005 Pride and Prejudice, and he was President Snow in the Hunger Games. Yeah, okay. Did you know that he's from St. John? I did. There's a weird number of. He's getting his own postage stamp. Nice. This is like an announcement as of earlier today. Yeah. Good for him. Wild and. But yes, like Graham and Anne, for example, there is not an RCMP detachment on the island. Mm -hmm. So if you're on Graham and Anne and you you call nine one one and require police assistance, an officer from you know whatever the, the nearest attachment to the ferry is has to leave that attachment, drive some distance to the ferry, wait for the ferry. If it's when the ferry's not running, call the guy for the ferry, get him to turn on the ferry, get on, do that ferry ride, then go drive wherever he has to get to. I have a question. And then do policing. Huh? I have a question. Yeah. Who owns the 911 dispatch centers? Does 911 uh, dispatch municipal police and RCMP? Good question. So, at least in our province, I think most provinces and across North America, when you call 911, because it's like a one unified number, it goes mm-hmm. to what's called a PSAP, a public safety answering point. And that's where at least the initial dispatch happens. Um, so, like if you call 911 in our city, I know the city runs the PSAP for this area of the province. Mm-hmm. And then, and I don't know how dispatch works exactly, but I know like RCMP, for example, has their own dispatchers that deal with, you know, the allocating of, okay, you know, Officer Smith's going to go handle this one. Officer Jenkins goes to this one, so on and so forth. I guess what's what's the the underlying question you're kind of going for there? Well, I just feel like if you've got multiple separate police forces, yeah, all working within a specific area, you would think that you would have to have unified nine one one dispatch, yeah. so that because otherwise, what if you call nine one one, you get the wrong police force? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, it just simply would not work. Yeah. So no, there, there is a high degree of like unification there. And I mean, where we are, you know, if you're in the city and you call 911 for policing, unless you've got something really out of the ordinary, it's going to be city police who show up. Um, but, you know, if they need to, they'll call in RCMP. And I assume vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, in the States, we haven't gotten to this, but like, so we talked about how there's, there's sheriffs. So I guess sorry, there, there's one sheriff for a county who has, you know, uh, a staff of deputy sheriffs mm-hmm. or sheriff's deputies. Sorry, deputy sheriff would be the deputy to the sheriff. Mm-hmm. A, a sheriff's deputy is, is someone deputized by a sheriff to do law mm-hmm. enforcement. Uh, so you might have that. You might also have the state police. And then, you know, if you're chasing someone or, or you're, you're nearby a, a town, 
you might also be interacting with missile police. So like I've watched body cam and dash cam videos, right? Where someone runs from the cops and, you know, you'll have state police, you know, county sheriffs and town cops all show up to the same guy. Hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, <laughs> where are we going? How did we get to here? I don't know. God, we're I so... asked about 911 dispatch. Yeah. You were talking about the different levels of police in Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, when RCMP as an organization is tasked with everything low from, oh, my neighbor's being slightly too loud to, you know, highly sophisticated organized crime, mm. you know, I, I, I think, again, this is a pretty layperson, you know, uh, uh, analysis, but... Are you telling me you're not a doctor? I'm not a doctor of RCMPology. Wow. <laughs> oh, actually, no. One fun fact is since 2021, the RCMP has actually started hiring criminal civilian investigators <gasps> or CCIs. Now, this doesn't mean you can go play with dead bodies and mushrooms and stuff. Uh, this is mostly hiring unarmed police officers from non-police fields to assist with things like computer crime and financial crimes. So if you're an accountant or like a computer scientist... You can go be a CCI. Hey, I could be Bones. I could be an anthropologist. All right. Yeah, head back to school then. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go back to school for like a little bit. But I mean, I've already, I've got, you know, a doctor. So I feel like I could just pivot a little bit into that. <laughs> I've got a doctor in my basement. I got to stop. Compared to American police forces, unfortunately, one thing that Canadian police enforcements, like across the board, are behind on is like body worn cameras. Mm. So a, we don't get to see all the fun people fooling around, finding out like the first police force to acquire body worn cameras permanently was the rural municipality of Cornwallis in Manitoba in 2016. Hmm. Thankfully they're starting to pick up uh pace here now with, you know, like St. John police, Toronto police, RCMP, was planning on in 2021. I think they finally have their contract now awarded. And as of this May, RCMP is starting to roll them out, which would be good considering they have that huge national mm -hmm. presence. Okay. Here's an interesting part. I don't even know why I said earlier. It's been an hour at this point uh, about police cars and how, Oh, right. Cause you were talking about how you're like, Ooh, how do I know if, if this cop's legit or not? Yeah. And th that's a, you know, valid critique. And I have seen, it's not policing. a critique of police, to be clear. It's a critique of people who are yeah. pretending to be police. Yeah. It's a critique of the situation. Because mm -hmm. um, there is a trend to have more and more police cars that are non-obvious. Because it used to be police cars mm -hmm. were white with big lights on the top of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, police written across the side, big, blue, red, whatever letters. Really hard to miss. Um, more so now, you know, especially into the 2010s and 2020s. More services are moving, according to Wikipedia, from, you know, the, the whites to grays, navies, and blacks. Yeah. Which are a little more subdued. Our and, police, municipal police yeah. force has the vehicles which are shiny black and then the letters on the side that say police are matte black. Yeah. Like it's an Apple product. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I've also seen a couple of like fire trucks like that. 
Really? Not, not like the, not like Why a, a would you engine. want a subtle fire truck? I, I think maybe it's just like the fire chief's personal vehicle they want to get like done up or whatever. So, but they don't want to say fire chief and big print. Like, why would you have like a ghost fire truck? That seems counterproductive. Ooh, but <laughs> like, ghost you're firefighters, putting... oh I'm god. on board with. Not ghosts. Not. Oh my god. <laughs> it's October. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a sp- well. This is this is a spooky podcast for that reason. Oh. Uh, but some municipalities, like Barry Police in Ontario, have adopted what are called the Battenberg markings. So picture like like a like a, a UK police car with the big yellow and blue squares on them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, or like Google Battenberg police car. But like these are the in a in a good way, in a you can't miss me way, like very obnoxious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's definitely, like, you know, no one's subtly doing up their car like that to look like a police impersonator. Like, it's like high-vis, yellow and blue, reflective. Like, it's very clear. Now, again, this um, this Fridays with Frank guy, he runs like an unmarked Dodge Charger so that, you know, he can catch people doing traffic crimes. Um, but, I, you know, my, my stance would be that in general... Yeah, I think your your average police vehicle should be this kind of Battenberg, very obvious. Because, you know, if, if you want to flag down a police officer or if you want to have a visible policing presence mm-hmm. to deter crime, being incredibly um, high profile is good. Mm-hmm. Well, Versus... well, and if you're in a situation where you need to move through traffic very quickly, yeah. but you want to be visible. Yeah. Versus, you know, you look up like ghost police cars, which just look like Ford Explorers. Ghost. Maybe with the word police on the side of them. I'm going to Google ghost police. If the first thing that comes up, oh, yeah. First thing that comes up is a ghost. It's not for me. If I Google ghost police, the first result is a Wikipedia page called Boot oh. Police, uh, which is the translation to ghost police, which is a 2021 Indian Hindi language horror comedy film. And okay. that sounds great. All right. But if you look at the images, I see what you mean. It's almost yeah. like. You don't even see the writing on the side unless you're shining light on the right angle. Yeah. Which is spooky. Yep. And I don't much care for it. Uh, what else? Here's a little fun fact. Commissioners. I'm sure if you've ever been to a government building in Canada, you've seen, you know, a security guard sitting at the front desk with a uniform that said commissioners on it, right? Yes. So I used to think that that was like like a, like a government branch responsible for like, you know, non-armed, non-police building security. It's not. It's actually a, a separate entity. It's a well, Commissioners Canada is a Canadian nonprofit firm. Huh. That it's just like a security firm. And they're contracted to provide building security like that. They're also like originally Commissioners Canada was based on the commissioners of the United Kingdom, which hired... Uh, typically ex-servicemen. And I think the roots are like the 1860-somethings. And I think the Wikipedia page said the commissioners had even been referenced in like Sherlock Holmes books. But yeah, again, we've got one national criminal police force, which is the RCMP. Um, We've got other, because there's there's so many different flavors of law enforcement because there's criminal law, and then there's civil law, things like property crimes and like simple theft, that kind of stuff. And then there's like municipal bylaws and regulations, ordinances, that kind of thing. So, for example, you might have like I think um, like Canadian Border Services 
is classified as like a civil law enforcement agency because it's like oh you're coming to the country right let's make sure you're following all like the regulations for coming to the country kind of thing not so much out doing criminal investigations uh the same way rcmp might do you know how many police forces the united states has oh god too many so many if you go to the so again in canada the only agency that deals with federal crime or crime at a federal level is the rcmp and they do a lot of provincial policing and they do a lot of municipal policing the u.s federal government alone has bureau of land management police the united states forest service police the national park rangers the national park police so these are these are the four different police organizations that deal with different kinds of of the outdoors in the united states you of course have the fbi Mm -hmm. you have the u.s marshal service you have the atf alcohol tobacco firearms you have dea drug enforcement Mm -hmm. you have homeland security you have the bureau of engraving and printing you have the u.s postal police you have the smithsonian national zoological park police you have the amtrak police you have the tennessee valley authority police you have immigrations and customs enforcement you have air marshals there's so many here i think part of it is just like wikipedia inflation because i think every almost every like federal department has a uh, uh, inspector general or something like that which can do some degree of law enforcement but like these are are some of the ones that, as far as I can tell, at a quick glance, actually have like people in like marked cars doing typical police stuff somewhere. And then, of course, one of the most famous federal law enforcement agencies of the United States, the Secret Service. But do not abbreviate them to the SS. That name has been sullied. Mm. They are the USSS. Okay. And so, do you know what the Secret Service does, Jade? Secret. Do you, do you, yeah, they do secret things. And do you know what the secret they were invented to do was? Oh, I really want to come up with something funny, but I can't think of anything quick. No, I don't know. Okay, well, when you think Secret Service, what do you think of? Secrets. <laughs> Besides <laughs> secrets. I don't know, like the 1940s. Oh, that's Secret Service. What that's other boring. Secret Service? lots of secret services out there if you know where to look (laughs) so okay well you're really derailing my 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 plan here i apologize (laughs) i don't know anything about police and i don't want to know anything about mr president get down in video games so no you'll sniper get down (laughs) sorry sniper get down every time i make a really good shot with my little bow and arrow yeah. Anyway, so I would argue that most people, when they think Secret Service and don't they just say the word secret like a little goblin, <laughs> uh, think of protecting the president of the United States of America. Yeah. Now that you say that, that does ring a bell. Yeah. And do you know who the president who invented the United States Secret Service is? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, he needed to hire better. Well, he uh, he signed the legislation several hours before he was assassinated he was a real forward thinker he's like hey i'm getting assassinated soon i should stop this except fun fact no because that's not what the secret service did from 1865 until 1901 the secret service did not protect the president of the united states see what they're doing instead i don't know tracking down counterfeit currency 
Huh. It was such a problem in the 1860s that it was actually the Secret Service Division of the Department of the Treasury. And it's like the first intelligence agency of the United States trying to track down counterfeiters. Hmm. So anyway, 1901, three presidents have been assassinated in like a 37-year time span. Mm. Lincoln, Garfield, and McKinley. Mm. And Congress is like, hey, maybe someone should look after these guys. <laughs> Hey, we'll get those guys who investigate counterfeiting to look after them for us. Mm. Um, and fun fact, because I, I know we're all thinking of it. Mm-hmm. No, President Garfield was not murdered on a Monday. Okay. Because Garfield the cat hates Mondays. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. The first thing I saw was like, wait, what day of the week was President Garfield assassinated? Oh my God. <laughs> So we talked about sheriffs. We talked about police. Uh, troopers. They exist. Yeah. A lot of state police are called troopers, even if uh, there's only one state that calls their state police agency the whatever state troopers. Mm-hmm. Most states are the such and such state police, such and such state highway patrol, highway patrol, something to that effect. Uh, fun fact, they don't just patrol highways. Um, I saw one body cam video where a guy was trying to argue with state police being like, we're not on like an interstate man. You can't pull me over. And he's like, what does my car say? It's like, you know, Nevada state police. Where are we? Nevada. There you go. (laughs) Um, but it's funny. It's like, yeah, you say trooper and I think of, okay, like, you know, military trooper or, you know, state trooper for the record, the difference between us, I think of ABBA. So Fair enough. Trooper, uh, trooper. Okay, go on. But if you say, oh, you know, they're part of a troop, I picture theater. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, a little bit of a difference there. Mm-hmm. That's more uh, on the ABBA side of things. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got um, like a warden or a ranger, which are typically like, you know, fish and wildlife, mm-hmm. Department of Natural Resources, you know, woods cops. Uh, You've got your special agents, which are more of your, you know, homeland security and FBI's, that kind of thing. So a term, and and these are all like American centric definitions of those terms, of course. Uh, I don't know if we have like, you know, anyone who says, you know, oh, like federal agent or, or, you know, special special agent in charge. So and so like in Canada, because uh, I don't think RCMP would have those ranks. I don't know. But I mean, as we already discussed, they do cover everything. Yeah. So now. Another term that's not used in the Anglosphere much, or at least not North America, is gendarme. Okay. Uh, so gendarmes are kind of the opposite because in North America, were there the like what outlaws? <laughs> no, sorry, the opposite of what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> because in North America, particularly the U.S., there's a big line between the police and the military. Okay. Like, I think, I, I don't know, like, you've got to, like, declare national emergencies and go through all these hoops before you can use the American military on American soil for law enforcement. Hmm. Versus gendarmes in places like France and Italy are, or were until very recently, part of the military tasked with internal security. Okay. Which, uh, it's neat. I haven't gone much deeper into it, and we're already very long into this episode. So That's okay. Go You're going to have to cut out at least 15 minutes of me just saying stuff. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so like, yeah, so so gendarme is more 
you know, soldiers keeping the peace mm-hmm. than dedicated law enforcement, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, now, in Italy, and I, I didn't get as deep into this as I wanted to, but um, like in Italy, they have their like federal level gendarmes, and they've, got, they've also have a different like federal level police force. And so I don't know if there's like a difference there. Um, I know, like, fun fact in the UK, I think, again, in North America, I think we take for granted that just every police officer has a gun or several. In the UK, most police officers don't. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a taser, a stick, and a whistle. Mm-hmm. And then they have their armed response units, which is, you know, it's interesting. If you've got, you know, the population density where you can have, you know, every fifth officer is the one that has the gun and they're highly trained with it. And they can get there quick enough. Like, you know, obviously we talked about, you know, if you're the only RCMP officer in in middle of, of rural Canada mm-hmm. and the nearest other RCMP officer is a half hour away. Well, yeah. OK, you probably have to have all the tools yeah. you require. Your disposal. I actually know. Um, well, I, I know a person who's connected to this person um but sorry i'm just trying to be vague like no people an acquaintance an acquaintance that i know their partner is a police officer who's posted in Nunavut. yeah um and seeing their uh stuff that they share on social media is really interesting because it's a whole different ball game yeah and well hell the bears alone (laughs) well yeah the weather alone like they're already fully snowed in at this point (laughs) Um, but it's just, it's really interesting and it's such a, there's such a strong sense of community up there, um, that to see, I don't know, it's just a really interesting insight into, uh, you know, coming, coming into a very tight knit community as an outsider yeah. and like being accepted and then having to do this job in the snow. It's <laughs> just seems like a lot. I'll stay yeah. here. Well, We're being accepted is good. It's good that they, that worked out for them. Uh, but I guess to tie it all back, so to talk about, again, policing in Canada, the RCMP, do you know what the French name or acronym for the RCMP is? I don't. I feel like you keep asking me questions and I'm letting you down every time. Uh, it's, I just feel like it's a good way to tee up stuff. I don't yeah, know. That's I, fine. I, I, that's yeah, fair. I'm not trying to roast you. But so the French title of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are the Gendarme Royale de Canada, oh. i.e. the Royal Gendarme of Canada, Okay, which is just the same thing in an English accent. All right, sure. Because, you know, and in the, the inception of the RCMP, back when they were the Northwest Mounted Police, um, they were, you know, much more militaristic in their functions, which is a whole different can of worms that we're going to leave to the side for now and, mm. and, and bottled up. Um, but they've been awarded battle honors in the past and I guess have also retained their status as a regiment of dragoons. Dragoons being part of, oh my God, there's a whole separate category that I can't go into right now, but I'm gonna, about cavalry titles. Mm-hmm. Go watch some videos if you want to. And you should want to. He's talking to you, uh, listeners. He's not talking about, to me. About he knows the I titles don't want to. of cavalry regiments. Because you think, oh, medieval times, guy on a horse and armor is a knight. Everyone on a horse is a knight. But no, you've got heavy cavalry. You've got light cavalry. You've got chasseurs. You've got uh, hussars. You've got curiousers. And then sometimes, right, uh, a unit starts as curiouser, and a curious is like a, a heavy plate armor, but then they transition to not being a heavy armor mounted unit anymore, but they still call themselves the 29th Curious Regiment or whatever. And also, uh, you can have dragoons as well. You can have light dragoons, you can have heavy dragoons. Dragoons typically ride to the battle, get off, and then shooty, shoot, shoot, and then get back on the horse right away. You also have several different British cavalry regiments called lifeguards. 
which I've just always thought was funny, is that like, you know, like they're you walk not up sixteen year olds in red bathing, and you're like, hey, well, you're from, oh, I'm a lifeguard. It's like, oh, okay, neat. And it's like, yeah, picture them like you know, red swimsuit at the beach saving lives. What they actually do, red suit of 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 you know, cool dressy militaristic gear, riding around on a horse. Mm. Now I have a question. I, all right, this is all my prepared points. Fire all your questions. Okay. Well, this is my last question. Maybe okay. more will come out of it. Um, so, like, SWAT teams, are they... I haven't even talked about them. Div- I know, it. that's why I'm asking. Are they divisions of, like, a municipal or a provincial or whatever police level? Or are they their own type of force under a different hat? Yeah, so... SWAT teams... I don't think we have any group that calls themselves a SWAT team in Canada, although people colloquially call them that. SWAT came out of, I think, Los Angeles in the 80s, give or take. Dark times. Yeah. Um, The idea being that, you know, if you picture picture your favorite 50s propaganda piece and the friendly town police officer who's got, you know, his revolver and maybe a shotgun in the car. Mm And you picture, you know, organized crime with, you know, rifles and like, you know, um, like Tommy submachine guns we've talked about before in the podcast and and more heavily armored Mm -hmm. criminals. And you might need a special weapons and tactics unit, a SWAT team that can, you know, employ more militaristic tactics, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got, you know, hostages, right? The people who can repel on the sides of buildings and smash through windows and and that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. anyway, to answer your question, um, as far as I know, in the United States and Canada, they're all just part of different like police forces. So, okay. like most municipalities will have, um, it's like a unit within. Yeah, we call them ERT, force. emergency response team. Okay, um, that's less flashy, but so some of your, uh, I'll call them the rank and file police officers. You know, would undergo special training. You know, mostly more 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 time at the range, more time practicing to have that weapons proficiency to to bring to bear. Um, because, you know, your, your average police officer might fire their gun twice a year in training. That's it. You know, you know, twice a year, once you're like, hey, go prove that you know how to handle your sidearm effectively. Um, and, you know, it takes a lot of time, time and practice to get really good at a firearm, like any mm-hmm. skill in life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, having to dedicate, you know, it's where it's like, hey, these guys, you know, put a lot more time and, you know, they're a lot more practice and rehearsed and, and ready to work with. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. No, they're not like wholly separate. Um, that's kind of what that's kind of what I thought. That, so yeah. that confirms that. Now I have another question for you. Um, are do you know about the ghost army? Oh my god! No, seriously, this is a real thing. <sighs> like the Lord of the Rings one? No, like the real ghost army from World War Two. Uh, tell me about it. Oh See if it well. Anything? I mean, I'm gonna. I'm giving you a gift right now. I can cover this if you want, or you can cover it yourself. The ghost army was a division of the army uh the u.s army in world war ii tiny tiny unit basically Mm. a thousand people whose sole job was to mislead the opposite side into thinking they were at a place that they were not at they Mm -hmm. literally had inflatable tanks yeah where they would set them up they had like boom boxes where they would play noises to make it seem like their forces were bigger than they were yeah, I I don't think I've heard them referred to as the Ghost Army or their twenty third headquarters special troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've definitely heard of like those tactics of like you know 
putting out fake tanks and stuff to, to inflate mm-hmm. their numbers. Just um, crazy. No, this was like yeah. specifically like, so they wanted um, their, their primary mission was they wanted um, the Axis countries to think that they had landed at a certain time yeah. to allow uh, forces to land at a different time. I think it was, was it D-Day? It was like a big one that I remember being very big for Canada. Um, yeah. And they just like D-Day fully is, is the big one. like had actors and like it was a whole thing. They had like little scripts that they would come <laughs> up with. It was just trooper oh, yeah, meets like troop. Radio traffic. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trooper meets troop. A hundred percent. And their insignia is very cute. Oh, man, but like I'm looking at this picture of, you know, the inflatable Sherman tank they had and like that looks convincing enough in this black and white photograph uh, from quite close up. So, yeah, I there can imagine, is, you know, you look at um, it from a couple miles away. There's a really good episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Actually, I think it's a two-parter episode um, where they cover the Ghost Army. And it's one of those ones that is so good that, you know, it came out probably 10 years ago and it still sticks out in my mind. Just very interesting. I know you're a theater boy. So, I do love my theater. Mm-hmm. This is like the crossover yeah. of your two interests. Well, yeah, and I have—I haven't actually read this, but my, my wife was telling me that the states has or is or or is considering uh, adding women to the draft. So, hooray! But also, if I get drafted, I want to be in this regiment. I want to go. I want to play tricks. Yeah, I, I want to be a little be tricky. Boy. You just want to get into like hijinks. <laughs> also, me. Um, I think another really interesting phenomenon that is like tangentially related is the um, what are they called? USO shows. Oh yeah, like from Captain America. Yeah, they're in Captain America. Um, they're also in the um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is an excellent TV show um classic old bob hope they uh i don't know it's just like an interesting phenomenon these are the things that i'm i'm interested <laughs> in and i'll once again it is troop meets trooper the name of my other podcast wow i can't believe you have an even alternate podcast without me <laughs> yeah it's just where i talk about crossovers between abba and the army yeah neat you want to call it there <laughs> yeah, I guess the the closing advice for the one listener we have left mm-hmm. uh, is, yeah, you know, really, realistically, no matter how right you think you are, and no matter how wrong you think a cop is, uh, y- even if you got a good cop, you know, you're not going to talk them out of anything, right? You can't convince them that, no, actually, because this is a Tuesday, and I'm a Sagittarius, and you're not allowed to arrest me based on whatever, whatever. You know, there's a saying, I believe it's, you can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride. Um, and definitely the way to, to, to prove your case is not to freak out and scream and like physically combat the police officer. And also just don't break laws. <laughs> what was your other, your thing earlier? Only break, only break one law at a time. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you're driving without a license, which you shouldn't be, don't speed. Frank has a video called the trifecta. Frank, he pulls your some, close personal friend. My close personal friend, Frank, from uh, Pinal County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> uh, he pulls someone over and like, th- like he might have pulled more for doing like 10 or 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. So 20 miles an hour is like 36, I think, kilometers an hour over the speed mm-hmm. limit. So going way fast mm-hmm. without, a, without a license plate, mm-hmm. without, a, without a registration, mm-hmm. without proof of insurance, without a driver's license. Mm-hmm. That's so many things wrong. Mm-hmm. 
it, maybe do one of them and you might get away with it. Don't do all of them. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And also, if you're going to take anything away from this episode, I really hope it's that you like, you subscribe, you share us with a friend. Jade's and a doctor. You promise them. No, I'm not a doctor for legal reasons. I'm not <laughs> oh, allowed now. to be a doctor anymore um, after, after the, the incident. incident. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, we'll see you next week. See you next week. If you like this episode, feel free to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at Fun Fact Collectors on Instagram and Twitter. If you have suggestions for future episodes or just want to share your favorite fun fact, feel free to send us an email at headnerds at funfactcollectors.com. If you're interested in learning more about today's topic, check out the show notes. This has been Fun Fact Collectors. See you next week. See you next week.